What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Marks Show. On today's episode, we're going to go over my postseason predictions for the NFL based off of my record predictions. And then I'm also going to talk about my predictions for the NFL awards. Uh, but before I get started, heads up, um, in honor of the NFL kicking off tomorrow, I will start my weekly predictions. So what's going to happen is I'm going to pre-record my week one predictions on an episode of, of this podcast, like you, like well, well, like like usual. I was I was I was kind of like going back and forth if I wanted to do a TikTok, or I just wanted to do um um a podcast. Um, going over my week one predictions, but I decided to go with the podcast. So I will have my week one predictions uh pre-recorded, and then I'm probably gonna um I'm probably gonna um what you call it um send it out uh publicly like early in the morning. I will obviously um, post on my social media whenever I do wake up that the episode is out and 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 um and uh, and it's and it's access and it's accessible to everybody to view. So I'm just gonna give the heads up right there. I will have my week one predictions before um the Rams and Bills game kicks off tomorrow. But obviously today we're gonna go over my my postseason predictions. I hope this episode doesn't really go on for too long because all I'm really doing is just going over the wild card round, divisional round, and then the conference championship and then the Super Bowl. And then I got my award predictions right here on my phone and that's basically it. All right, so so um obviously to recap, he, these are my 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 AFC teams. Number one seed, I have the Buffalo Bills. My my number two seed, I have the Denver Broncos. My number three seed, I have the Baltimore Ravens. My number four seed, I have the Indianapolis Colts. My number five seed, I have, I have um, um, the Los Angeles Chargers. My number six seed, I have the Miami Dolphins, and then the seventh seed, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, I have the Chiefs missing the playoffs. I don't give to you know what. I don't care. <laughs> and then for the NFC, I have the number one seed being the Los Angeles Rams. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers being the number two seed. I got the Packers coming in um, third. Uh, Eagles coming in fourth. And obviously, I think we all know by now, the first four seeds are the division winners. And then fifth seed, I had the New Orleans Saints. The sixth seed, I had the the um, Minnesota Vikings. And then the seventh seed, I had the San Francisco 49ers. So those are all my playoff teams. So now let's get started with the predictions. All right, so in the AFC, we're going to start with the wild card round, obviously. I have the Los Angeles Chargers, the fifth seed, um, uh, matching up against the uh, number four seed, Indianapolis Colts. So for this matchup, this 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 is really um a very very good game because you're gonna have Jonathan Taylor going against a great Chargers defense when healthy, and then a close offense like overall like when you talk about the receivers that can really be very dynamic. I like Michael Pittman a lot. I have um high hopes for Alex Pierce and I see a lot of potential in him as well. Um, their tight ends are pretty good with Mo Ali Cox and <laughs> Jelani Woods. And then outside of Jonathan Taylor, you know, they're going to be splitting kids with Nikeem Hines, and Nikeem Hines is a great number two back, and then their offensive line is going to be solid, even though I know they don't have Eric Fisher this year. As long as as uh, as um Quentin Nelson is like is like the um the anchor of that offensive line, they're going to always be a solid offensive line. And then the chart, and then not only the Chargers are going to have a great defense, but we all know the Colts' defense is going to be is going to be is going to be monstrous. Like <laughs> no one is is messing with that Colts' defense. So honestly, this can go either way. But I'm going to go with the Chargers in this matchup. 
Um, I do not trust Matt Ryan. I gave up on Matt Ryan years ago. I think he's going to be the, the reason why they lose this game anyway. So sorry, Colts fans. But yeah, Matt Ryan's going to sell you out. And I got the just I got the Chargers and Justin Herbert moving on. Going to the divisional round. Now, next matchup we have, we have the Miami Dolphins versus the the Baltimore Ravens. They got 60 going against the, the third seed. Now, once again, this is going to be another interesting game as well because everybody is very, is very, very, um, um, like, um, I don't know how to say this. They're very, very, like, um, like, um, like, um, like, uh, I don't know. It's escaping me right now, but you guys know what I'm saying. But not a lot of people are, are really high on Tua. Um, they have um very high doubts about him. They think that maybe he's not really the quarterback that everybody thought he was going to be coming out of Alabama. Um, so everybody has the question marks about Tua. And then Lamar Jackson, he hasn't really had that much success in the postseason as well. Miami on on paper has a way better roster, but the Baltimore Ravens are the are the more established and uh and the and the more and the more like winningest team, I guess, when it comes to like having that winning that winning pedigree and that's and already achieving that success already. So they're the more um they're the more accomplished franchise, I guess. Cause Miami Dolphins, what the last time they won a playoff game was what, 1990s? I wasn't even born yet. So Miami, uh, they're gonna have a lot of question marks going into this game. Uh Lamar Jackson, people might doubt him a lot because you know he hasn't really played that well in the playoffs. So this can go either way. I think regardless, whoever I choose, people are going to be upset. But uh, I think I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. I think two is going to get sent home in the first round. I, I think that's just how it's going to be. I'm going to give Lamar Jackson his second um, postseason win in his career, and I think two is going to go home early. And it's not because I, I think because two was garbage. I actually, I'm actually very high on two, and I like two a lot. Um, I kind of get um very um. I kind of get very um like upset and sort of offended when people like kind of like you know shit on Tua because to me I'm like he's a really good quarterback but he's never really had a great team and he hasn't had a coach that truly believed in him until this year with Mike McDaniel so I'm gonna go with Lamar Jackson in the situation but it's okay though because honestly first time guys in the playoffs they always get a pass anyway <laughs> and I think this this game is going to be more important for Lamar Jackson uh so now we got. Um, the third wild card matchup in the AFC between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Denver Broncos. I'm giving this to the Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson versus Joe Burrow. The Bron- the Bengals have a way better. I mean, not the Bengals. The Broncos have a way better roster than the Bengals. I think coming off that Super Bowl run last year, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna disappoint everybody and they're gonna come up short. But that, it doesn't really matter though because everybody already loves Joe Burrow. So. But I think Russell Wilson. There's no way in hell that he's gonna come to the Broncos just to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Especially as a second seed, I think he's gonna come in there and he's going to he's gonna make his presence known and and you know and um you know and and, and like you know and like you know make his um you know just not just establish that mark like hey man like you know like Denver is the real deal and obviously it was all Seattle all along you know playing behind that shitty defense and that 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 um that dysfunctional offense so I think the Broncos gotta gotta pull out with this win. Now we're going to go over to the NFC. So the first matchup between the fourth and the fifth seed, we've got the Saints and the Eagles. Now, Jalen Hurts already played in the playoffs last year, and it's going to be the first time James Wilson is in the playoffs. The Saints have a better roster on paper, and I trust James Wilson more as a passer than Jalen Hurts. 
Now, we don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to be like this year since he hasn't even played his first NFL game yet. He had a great preseason showing, but that's the preseason. So, and I think just that the Saints culture, man, versus what the Eagles have been going through over the past couple of years since that Super Bowl win um, back in 2018, um, who didn't even win with Carson once anyway. They went with Nick Foles and Doug Peterson, who – all of those guys are no longer are no longer even on the team. I think the Saints are going to get this win here. I think the Saints are going to shock everybody, and they're going to and they're going to and they're going to get past everybody, man. I like the Saints. I like the Saints more, man. Uh, we got the Vikings and the Packers. Oh, I'm going with the Packers. I uh, don't trust Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I mean, I don't trust Aaron Rodgers. Either. They both some choke artists in the playoffs, man. I don't know who chokes more, um, an actual porn star or Kirk Cousins or Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. You guys, let me know. Uh, but um. The Vikings have have better weapons offensively, but I think that Packers defense is going to really get to get to the Vikings, get to Kirk Cousins, and I think Matt Lafleur versus the first time head coaching and Kevin O'Connell, because even though I could I could have said the same thing about Matt Nick Sirianni and Dennis Allen. I think just I think just what you call, it, but Nick Sirianni, like you know, it's only a second year. A lot of people can make can make excuses for him saying like the Eagles had an easy second half schedule last year. So, but then, for, but just for this case, like you know, Matt Lafleur, Aaron Rodgers, there's no way in hell they're gonna go home again. And now that this time it's a wild card, I, I just, I just can't see Aaron Rodgers going home again and losing. I, that's just not possible. Plus, I like Aaron Rodgers more than Kirk Cousins. I can't do that. And then now we got the Buccaneers versus the 49ers. Take a Tom Brady, <laughs> Tom Brady over over um Trey Lance and whatever they got going on in in the Bay. Come on, come on, I, I'm taking Tom Brady. That's that's not even a question. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the divisional round. Yo, hurry the hell up. Yo, why is it? It's just not going to move. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to do this thing. Hold on, next. Oh, right, there we go. All right, so divisional round. Got the Baltimore Ravens versus the Denver Broncos. And then we got the Buffalo Bills versus the Chargers. And then as we got the Packers versus the Bucks. And then the Saints versus the Rams. So for the AFC, I'm taking Denver. I think this is the Ravens' um last stop. I think this is where they're going. I think this is the part where they just put everybody. <laughs> Denver's just way, it's just, it's just so much go way more equipped. Um, like I said, I like Ross is more, I like like Ross is more than Baltimore's. I think Russell Wilson is that guy. Um, just I, I you just can't go wrong with Denver. I think I'm in the AFC Championship. I mean, I wouldn't sleep on John Harbaugh, though, and, the, you know, the Ravens defensively. But, you know, Lamar Jackson and that Baltimore offense, as long as Greg Roman's there, they're always going to have some type of question marks offensively, especially going to the postseason. Because in the postseason, they have had some of the worst um, offensive game plans I've ever seen in my life. So I got, I got to go with Denver in this one. And then the AFC, this, this is going to go down to the final, to the final minute. Because Justin Herbert and Josh Allen are going to keep going dimes against one another, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Both teams are going to have great defenses. Chargers got the better offensive line, but I like the um, – actually, they both got really good um, pass rushes. I mean, the Chargers got Joey Bosa, the little Mac. You know, the Bills going to have Von Miller, Greg, um, Greg um, Russo, and then Ed Oliver and um, whoever the other guy is. I can't remember. I think Harrison Phillips. So, I, I, I don't really know, but I, I think – I think it's Josh Allen's time. I think 
now that he don't got to deal with Kansas City, well, according to my predictions, he, he got to go over and make the AFC Championship, man, against the Broncos. He, this is Josh Allen's time. Uh, NFC. Um, And by the way, like, uh, when it comes to making these predictions, once again, this is very, very difficult because we haven't even seen any football, Um, um, you know, we haven't seen any football be played yet. So it's going to be kind of, like, difficult to just sort of just go off my gut because once again, I need to see I need to see things unfold before I can really give you guys my full predictions. At the end of the day, though, like when it comes to like certain teams, I'm for sure like like I know like they're gonna be garbage. Like the Jets, they're not making the playoffs. Patriots, they're gonna be garbage. Like you know what I mean? Raiders, I know they're gonna be garbage. Like um, no, not Broncos. Um, Cleveland, I mean, no Deshaun Watson for the like for eleven games, you're gonna struggle. Like um, not Cincinnati. Um, Seattle, they're tanking. Cardinals. I already know what's gonna happen, and their roster is not is not as good as as, as not as good as that roster last year. And JJ Watt is like fifty thousand years old; and it's not even the same player. So I I can't rely on him or expect him to carry that defense. Like it's it's over. So, but now for the NFC, we got Packers and and Bucks, um, third seed for second seed. Uh, once again, um, I think this is when Aaron Rodgers, um, um, you know, cooks up a shit storm, and I think Tom Brady's gonna take 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 advantage, and he's gonna come out with a W. In the divisional round, and then now, in my opinion, if this matchup really does happen, this might be the playoff game of the year: the New Orleans Saints versus the Los Angeles Rams. Aaron Donald has never sat James Winston at all, like never. He has never sat. I, I'm not even lying to you guys. I'm not even saying this to to to, uh, to you know to bandwagon James Winston. Uh, like, yo, I promise you, Aaron Donald has never sat James Winston in his entire career. Not when they were in college, and not when they were in the NFL. Never. And Jay's was to um um constantly trolls um Aaron Donald about about that statistic. He's never he's never sacked he's never sacked him once. And I'm promise and I promise you he's probably gonna eventually sack James this year. Cause what the Rams play each other. Cause if um if this matchup does happen in the playoffs, it's gonna be the second time they meet. Cause the Rams and Saints do meet each other. So um in the regular season. So Aaron Donald guy is gonna is gonna eventually he's going to have to end that streak. But at the end of the day, with the Rams' um, weaknesses at offensive line, and you guys know I'm not that Super Bowl repeats. They don't happen at all. And once again, once you get in the postseason, it's a different ball game. Regular season, everything that happened in regular season doesn't matter anymore. You know, postseason, everybody starts at 0-0. And I think the Saints, they're going to have everything figured out. You know, that whole entire offense is going to be moving. And that Saints defense is just so monstrous. I think I'm just going to have to go with the upset here. And I got the Saints going over against the Rams. I think the Saints are going to pull off an upset. I think the Saints are going to shockingly defeat the LA Rams and completely dethroning the, the current Super Bowl champions. So now we move on to the conference championships. Championship round, we got the AFC, so you got Denver Broncos versus the Buffalo Bills, and then the NFC with this New Orleans versus the Buccaneers. This is honestly pretty easy to be honest. Alright, so AFC, the Buffalo Bills are Super Bowl favorite, and they're and they're they are the overall um they are the overall pick to come out of the AFC, so I'm gonna I'm gonna continue that and I believe that as well. So I like Buffalo coming out on top and representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Now for the NFC, um, 
The Saints have given Brady fits. They are the only team to really give Tom Brady um 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 struggles and difficulties when it comes to like you know trying to like win a football game. Cause I never seen any team really make Brady feel uncomfortable and actually have to make him like you know like readjust, uh you know rethink uh, rethink like mid game on what's on what he wants to really do when it comes to facing that New Orleans Saints defense. And then the Saints offensively are super loaded. I think I think that secondary is gonna get completely um. Like they're gonna get completely um they're gonna get necrophilia like they're gonna get completely just shitted on against um that Saints offense. I think I think the Saints just pull off. I'm not even gonna call it a miracle because the Saints on paper. I mean they're just it's 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 there. It's just at this point, either you believe in Jameis or you don't. You guys know I believe in Jameis. So for my Super Bowl this year, I got the Bills versus the New Orleans Saints, Buffalo Bills versus New Orleans Saints. That's my Super Bowl for this year. This this is my Super Bowl fifty seven. And now I got to pick who I got who I got winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think some of you guys have already have all, I mean I think some of you guys have already known um what team I'm going to pick to win before y'all even clicked on the podcast. I'm going with the New Orleans Saints. I got the New Orleans Saints winning the Super Bowl, man. The New Orleans Saints, baby, got no love, baby. James Winston, baby, W, baby, the Bull wins, my guy. Come on, bro. Michael Thomas, man, slam boy. Chris Olave, that's a, you know, that's a smooth guy, man. That's a smooth criminal, bro. Jarvis, Drew Landry, like, come on, bro. Like, you know, bless him. Bless him. Like, come on, bro. And that defense, I don't give a damn if that sounds the first time head coach. It's, it's going to be, you know, first year head coach, bro. This, this is the best roster he's ever going to even have, you know, um, that he's ever going to have under his, under his disposal. It's going to be the first. This is going to be the best thing he's ever coached. I'm going with Saints, bro. And no one's just going to Super Bowl. I got you one I'm that's my Super Bowl pick, and I'm gonna ride. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride and die with that pick, man. I have no insights. Last year, I had the Browns and Rams, but I had the Rams going over. Now I got the AFC wrong, but I had, I knew the Rams were going, were going, were going to come out of the NFC, and then they eventually won the Super Bowl, which I, which I predicted. You got a lot of my friends, um, you know, to they know if if you don't if you don't believe me to back me up, because I I know what I'm doing, and usually when I when I say you know, you know, certain things about, um, you know, certain individuals and like certain teams. And when it comes to like, you know, comes to different aspects, I'm usually right. Like, and then when it came to the playoff matchup last year, I said it was going to be Bengals and Rams. I said the Bengals were going to either upset the Bills or they're going to upset the Chiefs. And what they do, they, they upset the Chiefs. So I'm going to go, I, I'm going to go with my gut here. I'm, 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 I'm riding, I'm riding with, with the who that nation. And I got the New Orleans Saints winning the Super Bowl. And James Wilson is going to come out with a Super Bowl MVP. So that is my early pre-post um, postseason predictions, and that is my entire um, NFL 2022-2023 um, season predictions. So now we're going to predict the award stuff, and that's basically it, man. All right. So first off, we're just going to get right into the meat and potatoes, the nitty glitty MVP. I'm going with Josh Allen once again. I think it's his time. Josh Allen, he got to win MVP. I mean, he's had two great um MVP um um which called um MVP MVP like seasons. He has he has like you know man like, he's 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 he 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 has been over the over the past two years um came up with great cases with through his play through his statistics all that stuff. But 
he he's he he's he, he's but he's um what you call it? he but he's came up short and I think this time he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get over that hump and I think he's gonna I think he's gonna pull pull I think he's gonna um damn I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm like all over the place right now today over my words but I think he's gonna pull through and I think he's gonna be able to um come out the number one guy and win the MVP MVP trophy and then my dark horse I, I like Justin Herbert. And I don't, not all of these dark horse picks might not sound like dark horses, but overall my dark horse is basically like my my second choice or my runner up. And I think Justin Herbert's gonna be that guy, especially now that he's gonna have a defense to finally back him, so he might not have to like you know force the issue as much. I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert as my dark horse. Offensive player of the year, I like Jonathan Taylor. He came close last year. I think he's gonna get it this year, especially now that the Colts have easier schedule. Oh, uh, Matt Ryan is not going to be able to really air it out like 40 times a game. I mean, even though they weren't even good, they weren't doing that with Carson Wentz. Matt Ryan is like, yo, that dude got a new arm. That dude's washed up, in my opinion. That dude's old as hell. If I call him dry ice, he drier than um than sand on on a sunny ass beach day. Um, Matt Ryan's done, bro. But I think he's gonna hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor, big baby Jesus Taylor. And he's gonna get things cooking in the backfield. My dark horse though is Justin Jefferson. Cause we all know Jay Judd is man the gritty god. We all know we we all know what he can do. I think he's gonna have an outstanding year, especially now that he's going to be um you know putting up non- numbers under um an offensive coach. So and everybody and everybody has made a lot of um um has made a lot of um reasons how like Mike um Zimmer has been has been the the Achilles heel to the Vikings. Over the past couple of seasons, and how he's been the one holding the um the um what you call it, the Vikings the Vikings back from actually like you know reaching their full potential or sort of like you know being an actual competent football team. And I think that all changes as as well this year because the Vikings really do look good and defensively they got a lot of great names. Um, but overall, we Jay Judis is that guy. Uh, defensive player there, it got to be Miles Garrett. I said it was, I said it was gonna be Miles Garrett last year, but TJ Watt had the season he had. Um, I'll be shocked if he's able to repeat that type of year last year. And, and if not, Miles Garrett's probably gonna have that similar type of year this year. And he's going to somehow be the one to actually break the sack record while TJ Watt just died. Yeah, I think it's Miles Garrett's time because the Browns defense is gonna be the one to, to carry that team all year. Because offensively they're gonna be garbage with Jacoby Brissett um throwing the football to you know. You know, out there throwing ducks to guys like Amari Cooper, like nah, like. And then Deshaun Watson, even when he comes back, he's gonna be very, very rusty, and that's gonna be his first regular season game in almost two seasons. So it's gonna take him a bat. It's, I mean, it's gonna take him a while for him. That's gonna take him a bat. I mean, yeah, it's gonna probably take him a bat because you know he's probably gonna have to beat some people up. I guess I don't know, but it's probably gonna it's gonna take him a while for him to like get back into his groove, get get his mojo back, and get back into the swing of things when it comes to like playing. Uh, um, um, football at the highest level on a consistent basis, and actually be able to go out there and throw for 400 yards and have those, you know, those great, um, dominant performances that we're used to seeing Deshaun Watson have when he went, um, when he wasn't when he was in Houston. So, but otherwise, yeah, I think Miles Garrett is my defensive player of the year. My dark horse though, Michael Parsons. 
I'm not even gonna lie to you. If Michael Parsons has one bad game, the Cowboys defense is gonna get is gonna is gonna give up 50 points. And Michael Parsons is gonna have to be on his A game every single damn game for the Cowboys in order for that Cowboys defense to even be somewhat um um um, um formidable. Like against 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 these opponents, especially since they, they got the Cowboys got a tough schedule and they're gonna be playing against a lot of um you know offensive dynamic you know pass first heavy teams. If Michael Parsons is not playing well, bro, it's, 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 uh, the Cowboys are gonna get the Cowboys defense is going to get is going to get fucked from both from both sides. Um, now for comeback player of the year, Jameis Winston. I think there's nobody else. You can say Derrick Henry. You can probably say um. Um, who's the guy that everybody is, who's everybody like? Um, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, even, but James Wilson is my pick. And then for a dark horse, Michael Thomas. It's 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 gonna be one of it's gonna be either or. It's gonna be one of them. Both, either one of the Saints Saints guys are gonna are gonna win comeback player of the year. Cause James Winston was so damn good before he blew out his knee. Um, dealing with what he had to um dealing with what he was given, and was still able to be successful with a five and two record. And had the numbers that, that that he had last year before he blew out his knee, and then Michael Thomas hasn't played football in nearly two years, and a lot of people think he's not going to be able to um, repeat or regain that um, you know that 2019 form. So I, I like I like either one of those guys when they come back for the year. Uh, Coach of the year. This is another hard hard award to to predict because once again we haven't seen any NFL games yet. So like it, this is just kind of going off my gut. I like Brandon Staley for the Chargers because now that he has a defense, I think he can now show like you know to the to, to, uh, to, to media, sports media, and to the fans that you know he was known as a defensive guy coming out of LA, and I think he can like live up to that name now that he actually has a defense to work with with some actual great defensive pieces. Because now that they have moved the run defense, the secondary is is, is outstanding. They, they don't have any holes at all. I think he's going to be able to um, have a great season with the Chargers as the head coach. And I think he's coach of the year. And then my dark horse, I like Dennis Allen. Now, that's a real dark horse because a lot of people don't don't believe in Dennis Allen. I do. Especially now that, once again, when he was in the Raiders, you know, when he was coaching the Raiders back in the day, he, those teams were so garbage. And he had, like, guys like Terrell Pryor and a whole bunch of other wackos and a whole bunch of, you know, Guys who can't, who couldn't play football, and were out of the league in less than three years. You know, playing quarterback for him. It, it, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know what you wanted to do. Plus, he was only what well, he was very young. He was like in his like early thirties. Like he's a grown ass man now. He's like fifty years old, bro. Like, and now he's got James Wilson, all these weapons, all this talent. He, he's he's gonna make the rate. The Saints are gonna make some noise, bro. Trust me. When the Saints win the Super Bowl this year, don't 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 tell me that I didn't I I I I, 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 did, I didn't tell you so. That's what I'm going to say. Saints are that team. Um, but yeah, offensive rookie of the year, Chris Olave. Um, James Winston is a perfect guy to, to easily win offensive rookie of the year with somebody like Chris Olave. He's going to throw nothing but deep bombs to Chris Olave all offseason. And then Chris Olave, um, being the fact that he that he is that, um, that superb route runner that we all no, he is. He's gonna get open on on like every play, and James Wilson is going to easily just keep like you know targeting him and keep and keep throwing nothing but lasers towards his direction. So I like him for offensive rookie of the year. But of course, if anything happens, my dark horse is Brees Hall. I think the Jets are gonna run the are gonna are going to run the football down teams' throats, especially 
with Zach Wilson missing, like, you know, um, three-fourths of the first month of the season. Defensive rookie of the year, I like Sauce Gardner. I think the Jets defense is going to be the um the anchor or the catalyst of that team because offensively, they're, I think they're still going to have to figure some things out with the passing game, which is why I like Reese Hall as a dark horse. And then the, I think defensively, I think that's going to be like their, their foundation. I think that's going to be the standing point, especially since Robert Sala is a defensive-minded defensive coach. I think they're going to make that defense be their identity. Plus, I, I like their defense more than their offense, even though their offense is a bunch of pieces. But it's because um, offensively, it's, it's, it's all up to the quarterback. And we don't know what Zach Wilson is. And then a lot of people are already like sort of, um, you know, they're kind of already right, right, writing off on him or they're calling him a bust because now he's dealing with injuries and in back to back years. It's kind of getting crazy. And then, um, yeah, and then my dark horse, I like George Karloftis for Kansas City. You know, I've heard I have heard nothing but but great things about George Karloftis. People have been praising him all offseason, all throughout training camp. He's had two sacks in the preseason. He had a great overall preseason. Um, you know, being on the other side of um Frank Clark, I think he's going to be able to make a lot of plays, and he's going to somehow establish, you know, a, a some a somewhat of a decent defense against City once again, like they like they like they had back in the day. And then just for fun, I got two awards that are not really given out to. Well, the fantasy player of the year, um, which called um. Who, I forgot who they're sponsored by. DraftKings. Um, yeah, they, that that's an award that's usually given out, but not like you know, not like in front of everybody, but like in the back or something like that. Like how um, like like they like some of the SBs, like like one of the SB um nominees is like WWE Moment of the Year. They don't really like present it out in front of everybody, but they gave it to Cody Rhodes in like the back or like you know during commercial break, I guess. So that's that's that's, that's sort of the same um um situation with the with the fantasy player of the year. My fantasy player of the year is Nick Chubb. And I don't really have a dark horse because I really can't think of anybody else. And I'm not trying to give um a player that I've already have written down as a person that can possibly win another award to win like a second award. I, I didn't want to do that. So I, for a for fantasy player of the year, I didn't have Nick, Nick Chubb down for anything. I've got Nick Chubb as fantasy player of the year. The Browns are not going to do nothing this year but run the football. They're not going to do nothing else. There's no way in hell they're gonna they're gonna even try to even attempt more than like 20, 21 passes with Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback for the first eleven weeks in a bye. There's there's no way they're gonna they're gonna run the ball down 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 teams' throats and Nick Chubb is going to be like the main guy just getting all of the handoffs. Now I know Kareem Hunt's gonna get his fair share as well and um and Jerome Ford and then um the, um the other guy they had that that filled in for them when Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt was out. In that Broncos game, I forgot his name. Uh, uh, uh how much guy like um, I think it was like something, something Johnson. I don't know. I can't, I, I can't forget. I can't, I can't um remember his first name. I want to say it's Demetrius Johnson, but I don't think it's Demetrius. I think it's something else. But I don't remember. But you guys know what I'm talking about, though. Especially if you're a Browns fan or you're a big football guy, you know what I'm talking about. But Nick Chubb is gonna get most of the carries, obviously, and I think Nick Chubb is just gonna completely carry that that Browns team to to wins. And if he doesn't run well, then they're gonna lose. <laughs> Because as soon as they have to put the ball in Jacoby Brissett's hands, that's going to set them up for nothing but failure. And Cleveland fans, uh, the Cleveland organization, they're not going to have a good time. They're just not. As soon as they see Jacoby, as soon as they see Jacoby Brissett throw like three interceptions, they they know they're going to be fucked. They know they know they know they know they're going to lose that game. 
It's over. And then for disappointing team of the year, <laughs> well, you guys know I could have won for like a number of teams. The Dallas Cowboys, the Arizona Cardinals, the Minnesota Vikings, um, uh, Miami Dolphins, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, Los Angeles Chargers. A lot of people are, are shitting on the Eagles. Me, I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders. Y'all know how I feel about the Raiders. I, I hate Derek Carr. Um, I don't. I, I would say I, I I hate him, but because I can't really hate somebody if I don't if I don't if I never even met the guy. But I I, I don't like Derek Carr. I don't trust him. Um, Devontae Adams is a great player, but he's gonna come to he's gonna come to um he's gonna come to terms with himself. Um, reality's going to hit him really fast when he realizes that um leaving Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers for your your college best friend, you you fucked yourself over. You, you screwed yourself over. Um, you're gonna, you're not gonna have a good time, and you're you're gonna you're gonna realize like you're gonna be put in similar positions, um, to play football like how you were when Jordan Love was throwing you the football in that Chiefs game, and you look and you looked like a fifth string wide receiver when we all know how great you are. But that's because Jordan Love is garbage, and you're gonna sort of, um, experience that same that same thing in in in, in some games with Derek Carr. So I'm 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 just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you I'm just gonna let everybody know right now like including Devonta Adams himself like you Devon, Derek Carr bro you can't trust that guy man you can't and people are gonna be like oh my god Derek Carr is really good they had a weak second half schedule last year and at the end of the day um he 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 came up short and this guy this guy choked against the Bengals and then this guy's been in the league for over 10, 12 years a lot. Uh, for a while, I don't want to say like 10, 12 years, but like almost a decade, and he hasn't won a playoff game. And I know like Peyton Manning, it took him a while before he won a playoff game. James Wilson hasn't made the playoffs yet. But Peyton Manning, people already knew how great he was, but they just knew the team sucked. And then James Wilson, everybody already shits on him anyway, so I don't really care. A lot of people actually love Derek Carr. So that's why I'm saying like the guys won a playoff game. And he's had a lot of great rosters. Derek Carr has had way better teams than what, than what James has dealt with in, in years past. And then Peyton Manning, we all knew the defense was just garbage, and he had shitty coaching until he got Tony Dungy. So, and once again, there was a lot of ups, ups and downs with him. So, plus Peyton Manning, I think he entered the league, and he was very, very old. So, like, not old, but, like, you know, I think he was, like, what, 20, 24 when he entered the league? I don't even know, but, like, because I know he didn't win his first playoff game until, like, 28 years old. But then he made the playoffs. But at least Peyton Manning was able to make the playoffs very early on in his career. I think he made the playoffs, like, his second year or third year in the league. While Derek Carr, um... He only made the playoffs twice, and he's about to, he, and he's just turned thirty, or I think he's about to be thirty one, like later this year. Like, what the hell have you been doing, bro? How trash are you? You're garbage. Um, but yeah, I got the Raiders being disappointing. Plus, their offensive line is garbage, and I don't like their secondary. Their secondary is awful. Outside of their um that safety, I like their safety a lot. So yeah, that is it. So pretty short. Um, I did a good job, I guess. And my standards, I didn't make, I didn't go for over an hour, so I'm gonna hurry up and end this podcast before this shit goes on past forty minutes. Uh, hold on, so I got my phone here. What the heck? Oh, that's interesting. All right, so anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for taking the, taking the time out of your day to listen to your boy Merciless, the host of the Sports Mark Show. Please make sure to leave a follow, subscribe. Feel free to download any episodes that you may like. Also, please make sure to follow me on all my social media platforms, which is at MercilessCEO on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat. Also, remember, anytime you're feeling generous, you can click on the link in the description of the podcast. 
which is the link that says um support anchor um um which called the sports mark show or i think it's like anchor slash support whatever it's that one um but you could donate any amount of money that you, that you want to the channel it will be greatly appreciated with all that being said until next time peace out and i'm gonna see you guys later